In the past few episodes, we've been focusing on self-compassion. We took a little break to celebrate the 100th episode of this podcast. Have you? If you haven't listened to that, go back to episode 100 and listen. Stay all the way to the end because I've got a giveaway going that you won't want to miss and it's only for the next few weeks. Today, we're going to go back for one more episode about self-compassion. I'd like to share some exercises that you can do to help yourself get more into a practice of self-compassion. If you're one of those people like me who have had a hard time showing compassion for yourself, I believe that these exercises will help you. They have helped me, and I'm so excited to share them with you. I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. I first learned about exercises in self-compassion in Kristen Neff's wonderful book called Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself. I hope you'll take time to read this book. It opened up a whole new world of thought for me. It's not. It's about way more than just being nice and the words you say to yourself. There is so much in it. So I want to share some of these exercises that I learned. Let's start first with the loving kindness meditation. This is actually a traditional Buddhist practice designed to develop goodwill towards ourselves and towards others. It uses phrases that create feelings of goodness toward various targets, including yourself. The goal is to personally experience the loving kindness that is being generated. The basic phrases are, May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. The author, Kristen Neff, has changed them a little bit to generate greater self-compassion. See if you can hear the slight differences. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. May I accept my life as it is. Now remember, it's important to realize that loving kindness works best with a level of intention that you put into it. It's not just wishful thinking if you focus on opening your heart to really hear and receive what you're saying. So I'd like to do it once together. I'll say the phrase first and you repeat it. You can do it out loud or inside your own head. I like to do it with my eyes closed so that I'm focusing inward and not focusing on the things that are going on around me. All right, here it is. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. May I accept my life as it is. 
How did you feel after that? I've created a little card that you can print off with this loving kindness meditation on it so you can have it to look at until you get it memorized. Then it would be great if you passed it along and shared it with a friend. Go to hunkydory.com forward slash 101 to get that. I made it really pretty, so I hope you like it. The second exercise is called the compassionate body scan. I really like this one, but it's definitely something I do in a room by myself. I guess that's true with most of these. You could do the loving kindness meditation that we just did in a room full of people, and no one would know that you're doing it because you're doing it inside your head. But this one I'm about to teach you would be a little bit awkward to do if other people were watching. Start by laying on the floor or a bed. Rest your arms about six inches away from your body to your sides, and your legs are about shoulder width apart. This allows you to relax all of the muscles in your body. Let your feet fall outward. I like using my yoga mat when I'm laying on the floor to do this exercise. Now you're going to move your focus down from the top of your head to the tips of your toes, focusing on one part of the body at a time. Start at the top of your head. Notice if there is any discomfort there. Like, is it hot? Is it cold? Is it tingling, itching? Is there anything that's just not comfortable there? If there's any kind of discomfort, try to relax and let go of the tension that you're feeling in that specific part of your body. Now the compassionate part comes in by extending kind and comforting thoughts to this part of your body. An example would be, oh, you're feeling some tightness there, aren't you? It's okay, just relax. I'm going to take care of you. Go ahead and just relax. Now maybe that sounds a little weird to you, Go ahead and replace my words with your own comforting type words that sound more like you, like how you would talk to yourself or someone that you cared about. Just make sure that they are kind and directed at helping you feel more relaxed. Now, once you've given that part of your body what it needs to relax, or if there wasn't any discomfort there, you can move on to the next part of the body. Slowly move from the top of your head down to your toes. And don't forget to go down your arms too. Now, as you scan through each body part, give compassion to all the spots of tension that you find. Consciously try to relax and comfort the areas that feel uncomfortable at all. You can even send gratitude to each area. I like saying things like, thank you, Nick, for holding up my big old head. That can't be easy. I am grateful for your strength that you do this for me all day long. Now, a little side note here. When I talk about my big head, I don't think of that as a negative thing. It's actually a big head. All of my kids inherited this. It's a, it has a large circumference, but it just is what it is. I don't have any hard feelings or negative thoughts about that. It's just the size that my head is but I know it takes extra effort for my neck to hold it up. So I try to show gratitude for anything that is doing work for me. So this exercise can take anywhere from five minutes to half an hour, depending on what you need. I suggest taking your time. It's one of my favorite things to do when I'm falling asleep. Showing compassion and gratitude towards my body puts me in a restful condition and it helps me to sleep better. 
All right, exercise number three is one that I really, really like. All right, I like all of them, but I really like this one. It's called compassionate imagery. And it's similar to something I learned when I was first going to have a baby, my very first baby. There are four steps in this exercise. Number one, this is the part I learned before having a baby. You sit in a comfortable spot and you close your eyes and you choose your safe place. You do this by visualizing in your mind a favorite place you've been before. Try to recall everything you can about it. What do you see? What do you smell? What do you hear? What is the temperature like? How does it feel on your skin? What colors are the most vibrant? How are you feeling when you're in that safe place? All right, number two. Now create in your mind the image of a caring, compassionate person, either alive or dead. Some people like to choose a religious figure like Jesus Christ, or some people choose the Buddha. Others may choose someone that they've known who is very compassionate, like a parent, a favorite aunt, or a teacher, someone that you've always thought was really kind and compassionate. Try to visualize this person's face the best that you can using all of your senses if possible. Step number three is if you are suffering through something hard right now, think about the type of caring, wise, and loving things this person would say to you if they were there with you. What types of feelings would be conveyed to you in their tone of voice? How does their voice sound? What would they say? And let yourself bask in the warmth of the compassion you feel from this person and what you feel for them. Sit in this feeling for as long as you can. Let it stay there with you. Try to hold it there as long as you can. Don't rush it. The final step is number four. Release the imagery of this compassionate person and then take a few slow breaths. Sit quietly and enjoy the comfort you are feeling. Remember, whenever you're going through a hard situation, you can pull up the feelings you're creating right now from this exercise. See that person in your mind and just listen to what they would say to you. Don't you love that? I love doing that, and it has helped me through a lot of hard situations. The final exercise I like to share with you today is called the self-compassion mantra. If you're not familiar with the mantra, it is a simple phrase or set of phrases that you repeat to yourself over and over again. Google says a mantra is a statement or a slogan repeated frequently. It's something that is used in meditation to help you to stay focused and to settle your brain down when it gets a little overactive because you're focusing on the same thing over and over again. In this exercise, this mantra is used when you start noticing things you don't like about yourself or are feeling negative emotions. When you notice that happening, repeat the following mantra. This is a moment of suffering. Suffering is a part of life. May I be kind to myself in this moment. May I give myself the compassion I need. Now, if you notice, I emphasize the word moment when I do this for myself. 
It helps me to remember that all life isn't hard. This is just a moment of suffering. I will include this mantra in that same PDF download that I created for you. You can grab that again at hunkydory.com forward slash 101. Now, I would challenge you to take this mantra and make it as personal to yourself as you can. Create your own version of it and recite it as often as you can. Memorize it so you can give yourself the gift of compassion anywhere. Learning more about self-compassion has done wonders for my life, and I hope you've enjoyed the five past episodes that I've done about it. That's how important it is to me that I created five episodes about it. I encourage you to learn more about it and do all you can to make room in your life for compassion directed at yourself. Now, I'm in the process right now of creating a new workshop all about self-compassion, and I'd love for you to join me in this workshop. I'll let you know as soon as I get it done. If you want to be one of the insiders that know all the hunky-dory things, make sure you are in my Keeping It Together community. You can join that community either by downloading that self-compassion mantra and the loving-kindness um, exercise. When you download that at hunkydory.com forward slash 101, you will join my community. Or you can go to hunkydory.com forward slash community. Either way, that's how you can become a member. And I'll send you encouraging emails every week that hopefully bring you even more light and peace into your week. To end this podcast today, I'm going to encourage you once again to help me get the word out about this podcast. You can do that in three ways. You can leave me a review, you can rate the podcast, or you can tell a friend. Remember that you can leave a review on this podcast. If you're listening to it on your phone, it's easy. Just scroll down past a couple of episodes and you will see where it says rate and review and you'll see five empty purple stars. Click on the number of stars you'd like to give me. Then if you continue down just a little bit further, you're going to see purple writing that says write a review. Click on that and you can type in whatever you'd like to say about the podcast, how it has helped you. You can put in your favorite episode or you can just respond to the episode you just listened to. Just type in anything you'd like to say. What this does is it helps more people find out about the podcast. It tells the algorithm that you like this and that it will help show other people that like the same things you do that this podcast is there for them. And so that will give them the option to listen. Now, if you leave me a review before the end of June 2023, you are going to be entered into a giveaway. What it is, is it's a giveaway for a mug that I only created two of. I created one. Well, I created it for the purpose of giving it to my friend who is my biggest supporter on the podcast. So shout out to Kirsten because she got that mug for Christmas. And I really appreciate all the support she's given me. But I create. I had two made, so I'm going to give that second one away to all to the person that I draw, who leaves a review on this podcast. So that means I won't even get one, and that's totally fine with me. I would love to share this with you. So thank you in advance for sharing the podcast with somebody. 
Now I will post that picture of the mug on Instagram and on my Facebook page so you can see it. You can find me at Hunky Dory everywhere. Thanks for joining me here today. And remember, I see you. I really do understand how hard you're trying and I would like to help however I can. Have a wonderful day and I will see you back here again next week. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day and I'll talk with you again next week.